Welcome into DTC, Championship City. The Caps win yesterday, the Wizards beat the Lakers, and the Washington Redskins somehow, someway, go into Jacksonville, get a huge win on the road. The season, the dream, Josh uh, Josh Jackson, I think that's his name, is it Josh Jackson, Josh Johnson, uh, gets his first... Definitely not Josh Jackson. Thank you. Josh Johnson gets his first win as an NFL quarterback. It only took him, what, seven and a half years to get it. But congratulations to the Washington Redskins. Congratulations to the Washington Wizards. The Caps, too. It's a nice night to be a uh, a Washingtonian and a D.C. sports fan. Let's, I mean, LPFP, let's start with the Redskins here, and we'll let's unpack this game a little bit because I, for one, didn't expect them to go in there and win. I knew they could win. I did not expect them to win, um, especially because it was an ugly game. From start to finish, pretty much. Really not much happening until the fourth quarter. What did you guys see that I didn't see? Because this team, I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm bullish on them now. And I, I think they actually might run the table and win, win out here, make the playoffs, save Jay's job. And unfortunately, that probably means we keep Bruce too. But overall, I mean, this team defensively played better than I expected, I suppose. Um, you know, Mason Foster had a, a, a pretty good game, I think. Really not – like nothing leaked. Nothing didn't look right for the most part to me. But I think the story is Josh Johnson. Uh, Josh – oh, my goodness. Josh Johnson, 16 of 25, 151 and a touchdown. I think he added another 50 yards uh, rushing as well. What did you guys see? Can this team – is this team good enough? Now, Jacksonville probably uh, – last year they were probably punching above their weight – not that good of a team, just kind of the stars aligned. I think what we saw today is really what they are. But you got to give the Redskins credit. They went in and they got a win when they probably shouldn't have. And they're in a nice little position here with the the Giants, you know, getting basically what they, the, the Giants went for no points. The Cowboys went for no points. Uh, we'll see what we'll see how tonight's game uh, plays out with the Eagles, but. I kind of like where the Redskins are right now, and I kind of like what I saw from Josh Johnson. Uh, maybe, maybe. I mean, he's not gonna—he's not the savior of the Redskins, but he looked okay. He looked serviceable, and he looked comfortable, you know, in Jay Gruden's offense. What did you guys see? Well, the the thing you really have to remember is this Jaguars defense is still one of the better defenses in the league, and I think the stat showed—I think they're like the second best defense in, in defending the pass, something like that. So. I don't know how high the Titans rank or the Eagles. Uh, they're set, the Eagles secondary, as you can see, they're beat up. But I think Josh Johnson did really, really well against a pretty good defense. Um, Calais Campbell had his way with us early in the game. But going on from there, really, this is probably the hardest test Josh Johnson is going to have, being back behind center and, and getting this offense going. And you saw later on throughout the game, Gruden stuck with running. Uh, Adrian Peterson got his touches. I think they're saying he's we're like he's like twenty two and two when Adrian Peterson runs for more than seventeen times in his career, something crazy like that. And he got his touches and Crowder with a, a miraculous catch that should have been a pick. And, and you just saw this team from the first start with Kerrigan to to the end. You saw them kind of playing with more heart than we've seen over the last four games. And LP and I were talking about it. Is it because Sanchez isn't behind center? Is it because the whole team 
can kind of get behind Josh Johnson and feel like they have a fighting chance now. And, and was that the difference that we saw? I think so. I mean, I, I don't, I can't imagine anyone was excited when they announced that Sanchez was going to be the guy coming into backup Colt. And I can't imagine anyone was encouraged when he actually had to go out there and play when Colt uh, suffered his injury. So I, I think from just a, hey, we can actually win with this guy, at, at minimum, you don't know what you don't know when it comes to Johnson, right? Like, you don't know what you have. You don't know what you don't have. You know he's a journeyman. He's got, I mean, I think he he has some knowledge of Jay's offense. Uh, that was actually pretty evident, pretty clear today. He didn't have a spectacular game, but I think anything he gives you is probably going to be better than anything Sanchez can give you. And I think the team does rally around the underdog, just like we all do in real life and fantasy sports and everything else. Like, we root for the underdog. He is the epitome of a long shot, crazy story, just an awesome story. So I think, yeah, I think the defense, I think the offense, too, can get up for him. I'll tell you the two things that really jumped off the page for me, and I'm looking at the box score now. Ryan Kerrigan, probably the best game of his of, of this season. Best game I can remember him playing in a while. Five tackles, an assist, and two sacks. Haha Clinton Dix registered five tackles and was only wildly out of position once that I count or that I that I remember watching anyway. Mason Foster, you know, steady as he always is with uh, with four tackles and plus three assists on that one. Jonathan Allen had himself a nice game with two sacks. Right? Uh, who else got in? Huge there? game from Jonathan Allen. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Payne was in there. Matt Ioannidis was in there. I think Zach yeah, Brown but, got a sack as well, right? If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, like yeah, this well, I team, mean, the, the defense as a whole, they they really had their focus on. It looked like they were focused on not being the embarrassment that they had been for the last four games. Um, and and when you play a team like the Jaguars with Cody Kessler back there, any defense is going to rise to that occasion because they want to either pad the stats or prove themselves or. Maybe Foster and Zach Brown were trying out for new teams, something. Who knows? But when you're playing an offense that low with the Jaguars or that troubled with the Jaguars, any defense is going to rise to the occasion. What's nice is seeing that we actually did rise to the occasion. Um, and then that snowballs into because the Cowboys lost, because the job, the, the Giants lost, and maybe maybe with this Eagles team, all of a sudden you have that momentum going with your playoff picture getting a little bit clearer. Winning fixes everything, and that's what we should hopefully see on this short week before we face a Titans team that is looking very hot. Yeah, and there's two things, you know, keeping it on the box score here. There's two two offensive players that really, like, I couldn't believe it until I looked at the box score, and now I'm, like, racking my brain trying to figure out if this is correct or not. Chris Thompson only, uh, he goes for five carries and nine yards. I think he was targeted only once or maybe twice with one catch for four yards. Josh Doxson, like this guy has been playing better and better week in and week out to the point where he himself hasn't been an embarrassment, but one target, no catches, no yards. I, I don't He just disappeared. He wasn't on the field. Uh, Maurice Harris and um, Michael Floyd took over his reps. But I, I do want to stay on offense and, and talk about something that I, I think is definitely going to be overshadowed here and that Jay Gruden put together a game plan that allowed Josh Josh Johnson to actually play to his strengths. And for as much criticism as Jay Gruden has gotten, I thought the coaching staff did a you know, hats off tip to them because, uh, you, like you said, the offense is completely stagnant. And I mean, we, we didn't have a single playmaker on offense today. And our biggest playmaker was Josh Johnson. And, yeah, and he, I think he, and he showed that he could look, he's not going to be the MVP of the NFL, but 
he's he's serviceable and he's better than Mark Sanchez. I think we can all agree on that, right? He's better than Mark Sanchez. Absolutely. And his mobility alone with the the garbage that we had on the O line today, uh, Bakwan or whatever his name is. Who, who's the new guy? Luke Bowalo, Bakwanko. Bowanko and and whoever the other guy is that we picked up 15 minutes ago. You need that mobility, and and Josh Johnson proved that he bailed us out in a couple third downs. You you need to be able to move the pocket, escape a little bit, um, and that's what you get over Sanchez because Sanchez is a guaranteed three and out, and with Josh Johnson, you don't you, you just never know. And yeah. well, think, and and frankly, sometimes uh, it's better to be lucky than to be good, right? And and right now, and I, I would say today there was a lot of. Balls that went our way that went the Redskins in the Redskins' favor. Frankly, I didn't expect Jamison Crowder. I didn't think he had a multi-catch 50-50. You know, I didn't think he had a game like this in him. Um, and I'm glad that he's somewhat, I guess, somewhat back to being himself. I mean, it's still a terrible season for him overall. But it was nice to see Jeremy Sprinkle come in and, and, and you know, get himself a touchdown. Like, there was, uh, I, you know, I'm with LP on this one. I think Jay Gruden earned this win. I think this is this is one of those games where... He can hang his hat and say, like, look at what I did with this cast of, like, not even third stringers at this point. Random people off the street, and I coached them. I got a win out of them against above-average defense on the road. I think that's that in and of itself is a perfect, like, is a perfect argument for why Jay is not the problem in Washington, D.C. Yeah, and and to that point, we also had Ty and Seki go out in the middle of the game. Right. So you had a, a tackle who's playing guard, who's what your fourth, fifth guy. And, and he's out, too. So to be able to have a, an efficient offense and for Adrian Peterson to be able to run behind that line on that last drive and get those two first downs to kind of seal the game. It's huge. I mean, I don't think any other coach can do that with, with such, you know, with this I mean, many I'm injuries. Sure, I'm sure some coaches can do it, but. It's it's Jay did it right, and and that's the only part that I want to focus on. And and frankly, like there was, I mean, they got the defense got back to doing what they did for that four or five game stretch early in the season, where they just bottled up every running back. I mean, Leonard Fournette's longest run today, I think he had a I think he had a twenty five yard carry in the fourth quarter, but he totaled out you know eleven carries, forty six yards. I mean, they they bottled him up. It's like they came in and decided, you know what, he's not going to be the guy. Like we are going to get back on our horse. We are going to fight because there's still a shot we're going to make the playoffs here. And all the stars aligned. They got, you know, with the exception of the Vikings win, if the Vikings had lost, the Redskins would be back into the wild card. Like, and I think they would have been the sixth seed yeah. if the Vikings had lost. So right. we're a half game out of this right now. And it's not crazy to talk about, you know, playoffs here because they, they could split these last two with tiebreaker, with the most important tiebreaker being over, uh, over the Panthers. They still can get in here splitting the last two. If they win the last two, I think that I don't see a scenario where they're not getting through. No, I mean, and what you also have to realize is the, the Cowboys and the Eagles, I think they have a tougher road than we do, even though the Titans are playing an amazing game. And I'm, I'm freaked out about Derrick Henry. Um, yeah, all of a sudden but he's a running. I, I, he's an NFL caliber running. Back. Yeah, he he's Marshawn Lynch in his prime. All of a sudden, and he just stiff arms everyone. But I, I I definitely like our chances. And what I'm most intrigued about is you you guys touched on it earlier with the Doxon thing. Is we don't know who Josh Johnson's going to be comfortable with. And so far uh, with the Giants game today, it looked like Crowder is one of his favorite receivers. And then 
if it's Michael Floyd, so be it. He made a good catch today. I mean, we'll, we'll just have to see who he gets comfortable with throughout the week. But at this point, Crowder and everyone else are essentially even. So take your pick, go down the field and get your completions. But the key and, and the biggest key was Adrian Peterson because we we stayed true to the running game and we didn't abandon the run game and we stuck with the run game. And that's what's the most important, and, especially against the Titans. And you yeah, know, but not to be a Debbie Downer here, uh, the offense still wasn't good enough. You don't you probably lose to 29 out of 32 teams with the offense that you put out there today. But lucky lucky for Just us. Hold on, hold on. But exactly. The Jags have such a horrible offense that we were able but to But the do Titans that. have an all, have a terror horrendous offense as well. Yeah, and the Eagles true. don't really have one either. So this could be like again, stars aligning here in Jay's favor. He doesn't need he doesn't need Josh to go out there and sling the ball. He doesn't need to put up 25 points or, or more to win he needs his defense to hold teams under 17 which they've proven throughout the course of the season they can do and frankly he just needs a couple of touchdowns he needs a couple long field goals he needs Hopkins to be on his game and they can eke these out I, I really do believe that they can because that that is their formula right when you're a team well, with no offense with no talent not I won't say no talent without any pedigree winning pedigree and and certainly no 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 showstoppers or all sorts. I mean, Adrian Peterson somehow at 400 years old can still still has breakaway speed, and he proved it today. Like even after three and a half quarters of being bottled up, he was grinding out like five and six yard chunks in the fourth quarter, and that to me was really encouraging. But you look at the schedule; the Titans are kind of a one trick pony. They don't have a receiver that scares you. It's going to allow the Redskins to cheat up a little bit, hopefully contain Derrick Henry, who's all of a sudden again just like I don't know, like he's he's. He's playing great. I mean, frankly, yeah. the Eagles shouldn't scare anybody. They don't. They shouldn't scare the Redskins. But it's a division rival. We know each other pretty well. But you look at the Cowboys' schedule. They're home hosting the Bucks. Whichever quarterback is under center, they uh, if it's if it's if it's Winston, he's going to be slinging it all over the place because he's he's playing for his next contract, if not to save his career. And if it's Fitzmagic, we know what he's capable of doing. And then they have the uh, they're on the road in New York. On uh, I think it's on New Year's Eve day, uh, which so, is a crapshoot. Which is a toss up, right? Exactly. Yeah. You don't know if OBJ wants to play. You don't know if the Giants like. You don't know. It, anytime there's a division matchup, you just don't know what you're going to get. But it's it's feasible the Cowboys win both of these games. It's also feasible that they lose them. You know, and and that's the type of thing where you look at it and you're just like, well, okay, like it's a toss up, and this is the this is the best possible scenario. And frankly, the Colts. The Colts beating the Redskins earlier in the season, week was two or three, and now you know laying the wood to the Cowboys is the best thing that could have happened to us, right? Because it, it right. because of the way all the stupid tiebreakers and everything else works. So the Redskins are in a great spot here, and and Adrian Peterson just two weeks ago or three weeks ago showed that he still got getaway speed, right? I mean he he busted a what was a ninety. The longest run of his career, ninety something plus yards, ninety plus yards. Yeah, longest right? run of a Redskins running back. All right, in so history. so he can he can do it. Right, which and that's going to force defenses to stay honest against them, uh, you know. And if it's going to take three ugly, if you can get the game, this is, you know, last thing I'll say on this. Right, if in if I'm Jay Gruden, I want three quarters of boring, low scoring, ugly football, and just basically enter the fourth quarter or the second half of the fourth quarter in a toss up mode. Just, just I want to be within a field goal or a touchdown. Well, and just. Hope that AP's got enough in his tank to grind out the yards I need to to put a win in the to put a game away. 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think the the key to all these victories is going to be more on the defense than the offense. And when you look at a Tennessee Titans team, to me, they remind me of a pre-Amari Cooper Cowboys, and we should play them the exact same way, where your focus is stuffing the run, keeping Derrick Henry at bay, and dare Marcus Mariota to beat you. Now, he's probably just as mobile as Dak Prescott, so looking at how we played the pre-Amari Cooper Cowboys, it should be a very similar game. And what what you need to focus on is no more holding penalties, which we know that's not going to happen. But if these Bama boys and if Kerrigan has another huge game and if all of a sudden Zach Brown does something, and we'll have to see what happens with Holsey or, or Danny Johnson or whoever's going to be back there. But if this defense can come in and really control the Play line with some of pride. scrimmage. Right, control the line of scrimmage and let the offense move the ball or, or stay on the field with some mobile movement from Josh Johnson and, and running the ball with Adrian Peterson. I I don't see the Redskins really throwing this game away or, or losing it because I don't, somehow Josh Johnson looks like he's kind of following Alex Smith with taking care of the ball a little bit. He just takes care of it by tucking and running where Colt and Sanchez – just kind of tossed it up and i kind of like the fact that he's got nothing like he like he's playing for it's more than just like house money like like his worst case scenario is he goes back to the life he was living like 30 minutes ago right just (laughs) like like this isn't like he's not playing for another contract he's not playing for to be the starter he's literally playing with house money trying to run a you know jay said it wasn't a watered down offense he's got the full playbook and they're just going to keep working with him now it's just it's interesting. Like if he if he can run the tables here and win three straight, Sanchez for sure isn't going to be on this roster next year. So forget about him. We don't know what'll happen with Alex Smith, but maybe Jay sees him as a, a Colt replacement. You know, assuming Colt can't, uh, you know, isn't going to be ready, or maybe maybe he sees him as as a guy who can back up someone else. And and who knows? Uh, right now, I mean, realistically, you're going to have Colt starting, and then I would be totally okay with Josh Johnson sitting as the backup to Colt. I would be absolutely okay with that because. If you had that this year and you didn't have the Mark Sanchez experiment, maybe you have one win more than we currently have. Or two, because or Sanchez two. couldn't protect the lead, right? I mean, right, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a that's a very good point. If you take away uh, the that Giants game where that team was just horrible, right? And I mean, what did they put up today? Zero, right? Zippy. Zero, zero points. You take that. We would be talking about a whole different skins team here at eight and seven or eight and six. I mean, that's that's way different than we, where we are now. Right. But I think I, I think this team's definitely got the chance. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Josh, I mean, if he can maintain some level of of continuity in the uh, with and build off of what he did today. I don't see why why we would we wouldn't be able to run the tables with him. So let let's let's. Let's look at just a little bit kind of further down the road here. So to me, Chris Thompson is a guy who's got to be more involved, right? And, and maybe there was just there wasn't enough time. Maybe he's not 100% healthy. Maybe Jay was kind of maybe looking ahead and saying, well, I got a couple tricks. I'm not going to use them all in one game. Uh, and maybe, maybe we see a lot more Chris Thompson next week. Uh, or maybe, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think outside the box here. Like, why wouldn't we see... Chris Thompson more. I know he was battling a little bit of an illness and he had like a head cold or something, but regardless, you would expect him to have more than, you know, two or three targets and five attempts to run in the ball. 
I'm I'm okay with it, and obviously we got the win, so it's you know no one's going to really focus on it. But I think we're going to see a lot more of him next week. I think I think the Redskins' game plan is going to be pretty simple: try to get the ball first, try to get some points. You know, hope the defense shows up and plays stout defense against the run. Let I mean, you got to like our secondary against their wide receivers. You just do. Corey Davis and uh, Tarjay Sharp and some of these other guys like. They're they're not gonna they're not gonna post seven care seven catches for a hundred plus yards like they're they're capable of it, but we still have a pretty good secondary and I you know and DJ you know just something interesting I don't think Swearinger had a single tackle today did you guys pick up on that No uh, he missed a very easy tackle uh, but yeah he he kind of had a quiet game You talk about the one where he tried to punch the ball out and just kind of push <laughs> yeah. people around. Yeah, that was horrendous tackling exactly, that, but yeah. it was just kind of again surprising. He didn't he didn't even register a tackle today. It was Haha who had five. So yeah, I, I think I think this team can do it. The Titans, the Titans scare me in the sense that they're they're kind of like the AFC version of the Redskins. Like they're they're somewhere between mediocre, like a, a little above average, but below mediocre. Somewhere in the middle of everything, they can beat any team. They can play up to any team. Obviously, they beat the Patriots early this year. They also can play down to anybody, and they lost to the Cowboys and looked horrendous doing it. So, you know, that's looking. There's no way to have known it back then, but the the, the stars here, guys. Like, we have a shot at the playoffs. Given all that's happened this season, it would be miraculous. And I don't like the NFC is wide open. I don't for a second think the Redskins can beat anybody that makes the playoffs, but. I mean, if well, you if you win the division, if you win the division, you get a home game. Even though our fans hate the team and the team hates the fans, it'd still be an interesting story. <laughs> it's it's there, not necessarily a, true because sorry, LP, I cut you off there, but you saw the Seahawks right now, who are in the middle of their hunt, lose to the 49ers in overtime, and then I, we already beat the Panthers. Uh, mind you, we were the Redskins were a lot healthier, but none of these teams really are unbeatable going into the playoffs none of them at least that we would face until we got to a rams or a saints or a bears well we know there's one guy in the dmv who's fully confident in the skins there's a guy who went over to hollywood casino put eight thousand dollars down on the redskins winning the nfc championship (laughs) eight thousand dollars down to win 2.8 million i would take that bet no you wouldn't I would take that. Bet. No, you wouldn't. No way. Go would, do it. Would, it's yeah, still, go, it's go still probably there. Yeah, go put a hundred bucks if on I the had, skins. I'll go put a, go put a hundred bucks for me. I'll demo you right now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's that's somebody with either too much money or too much alcohol and not, not aware of what he's doing. That's that's just good money. I mean, it's great odds, but this team is not better than they're not better than the Bears. They're not better than the Rams. Uh, no, no, this is not. That's that's just nonsense. They well, probably when, don't beat the Packers again if they play them. When when you look at the Rams and they lost to the Bears, and you look at how they're playing the Eagles, and then you look at the Saints who laid a dud against the Cowboys. Well, all I'm saying is, if stars are going to align, then let them believe that they can fully align. Because right now, as potent as some of the teams are, there's been a lot of parity in the NFL this year. I mean, there's been sure. a lot of and on the NFC for- and in the NFC in particular. I mean, we already beat the Panthers. Uh, right. we, I mean, the Saints. D- different team there, Joe. Sure, sure. D- different but, team when we beat the Panthers. Different team than when well, we played well, the on. Saints. Actually, not really. I take that back. I, I don't. I take back my short short because the Panthers have lost like six of seven. Or sorry, right. they've lost five straight. So I think and they start. They, it started like, with us. 
exactly. So no, I, 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 we can beat them again if we had to face them again. The Vikings, I mean, I, I would love just because it's so good for our business to talking sports. <laughs> if 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 Kirk Cousins brings the Vikings into uh, in the DC for a playoff game, like, and it, it's that's possible. The Bears should lock up the North. I, I just they they're not going to lose the last two games. You know, the Rams. The Bears locked up the North today. Oh, there you go. So the Vikings are basically positioning for a five or a six seed at best. You know, they're gonna they should get one of them. The Packers are are essentially I think they're eliminated right at five and eight. There's no chance for them to make they're it. They're eliminated. Eight, eight. So so we're it's basically really talking the about the Redskins, the Seahawks, Seahawks at the Vikings, first. and mm-hmm. that's kind of it. There's yeah, three teams it's really the Seahawks. Spots. The Seahawks at the at the top seed. They've pretty much all but locked that up unless they have a an epic collapse, which they did lose to San Fran today, but. It's really the Vikings, the Redskins, and a bunch of teams who are also squandering for that last spot. Well, I mean, just looking and at it's the, only half a game, guys. I mean, yeah, hold on, hold on. The Skins are seven and seven. The Cowboys are eight and six. The Seahawks, Seahawks are also eight and six, and the Vikings are seven and six. So you have a, you basically have four teams going for two spots. The Seahawks likely will lock up the top, the fifth seed, right? I agree with you there. So. It, you know the NFC East is only going to send one team. It looks like unless the, unless the Seahawks collapse down the stretch. So, well, which is possible for, because they have the Chiefs next week and then the Cardinals, and they already lost to the Niners. Maybe the Cardinals just throw in some kind of miraculous last ditch effort to not be full embarrassments. But well, be, you, but because you of, assume you assume they lose to the Chiefs next Sunday. Yeah, but hold on. But because of tiebreakers. The Redskins would have to win the last two, and the Cowboys would have to lose the last two for us to get the NFC East, or for the, the Redskins to win the NFC East. But that, that would be no. to win the East, but right. we're not, not we're talking wild card. Yeah. yeah. It, it could happen. It could happen, right? I mean, the Eagles are beating the Rams right now, so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Rams and the Chiefs are kind of coasting at this point. Although the Chiefs, uh, I think the Chargers are a better team. I got to be honest, guys. Oh, for sure. That, that I, I think, was such an amazing game. I think, yeah, I, I think they wanted. I mean, they met in the first game of the season, but I think the Chargers are just a more complete team. They they actually play much better defense than the Chiefs do. They have a better running game, even you know, even with Hunt in the lineup. I still think Melvin Gordon and the cast that they have in the in. Uh, I, I always want to call them San Diego Chargers. It's just better. They're they're still the San Diego Chargers. I, I, I really think they're the I really think they're they're the better team and I think they're the best team in the AFC. I mean the Patriots can't seem to close out games anymore. I mean Tom Brady finally talk, Tom Brady like got really old really quick and for 2 weeks in a row Gronk can't push somebody out of bounds to save uh, to save a game. Like he well, if you're saying Tom Brady got old really quick Gronk went from performer to straight up he's terrible citizen. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's pulling a Jordan Reed over there. More yeah, he's hurting them more than he's helping them for sure. Yeah, I mean the Steelers look like they can pretty much hang with anybody, although they're kind of leaky on on defense. All of a sudden, the Texans look like a real team again. Like the ten ten and four, like congrats to them. They they look really good. Uh, but you know that AFC South, the Texans are ten and four, Colts are eight and six, Titans are eight and six. That's kind of nuts. I mean, the, I don't think there's a scenario where they can send three. Because the the Chargers already locked up one, uh, so they can't. The, the mathematically, they can't do it. So somebody in that division is going to end the season at probably one game over five hundred and miss the playoffs. Which what's crazy is that division was absolute crap for fifteen years. 
Yeah, and now <laughs> since it's, Peyton, Peyton Manning has left. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And don't look now, but the Browns, my Cleveland Browns, 6-7-1. and one. Well, Greg Williams completely turned that team around because he just simplified it because he himself is an idiot and he needs to simplify it to call plays or – Oh come on! Don't don't take away from Baker Mayfield is going to be a stud. He's going to be stud quarterback for a long time. I'm not taking away from that. Nick Chubb, Jarvis Landry. This is a good team. From how dumb Hugh Jackson is. This is a good team, and really that one tie should have been a win. So they should be sitting at seven and seven in the thick of this. Like they really they don't have a shot to make the playoffs, but they're better than their record indicates for sure. They'll be fun next year for sure. Yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts, boys? Hail to the Redskins! Anything anything you want to add on this uh, victory Sunday night? Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Does uh, does LP's fantasy team count as a as a DC sports team? Because I'm going to Super Bowl, baby. Hey, me too. Me too. Did you did you get the dub? Because you got a lot of players tomorrow that may ruin your. <laughs> did you speak I've, too soon? I've all but sealed it. I'm I'm about ninety nine percent there. Michael Thomas is going to get four hundred points tomorrow, and you're going to lose. If Michael Thomas gets thirty or more, I'm 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 done. <laughs> but I, I don't know about that. You may well, have jinxed yourself, sir. The DC sports curse did. is coming for you. <laughs> that's very possible. No, I, mean, for I a have team that started out zero four to be in the Super Bowl. That's that's pretty impressive. Have you ever won your league before this league? Uh, no. This is a second. I got second league. last year. How many years running? How, give me the give me the history of this league. This is my second year. This is this is an FP league. This is my um, work. My old work league. So I have no idea who these donks are, but uh, <laughs> I got second last year, and I'm about to hopefully win this year. Well, look, your boy, your boy's been in this big money league now for this is season sixteen, almost the oh, same. Oh come guys. on, this big money league, this this sixteen uh, uh, long league. seasons. I've only Wait, made the when, finals. Twi- I've only made the Super Bowl twice, and this well once before now. Get invited into that league. Oh, LP doesn't want to be in this elitist league. It's you're not getting invited, but it's this is a big this is a big it's a big achievement for your boy to get to the Super Bowl. However, I just don't see who's how your quarterback, Philip Rivers. Ah, uh, so same here. Who's who's your number one uh, receiver? Uh, I gotta look it up. Hold on. Oh, you, know? you don't even know. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, you gotta look it up. I mean, I know I, I know I lost Sammy. Do Watkins. you have a manager on this team? I am the are manager you, on this you, team. Is it your wife? No, my, my wife is not the manager. <laughs> I know that I got Alvin Kamara, and I've been riding him all season long, except for his couple of dud games, which have been very hard for me uh, to watch. But I'm very excited about my team. You want to hear my team? I, I'll let me pull them up just so we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, let's see. Rivers, Diggs, Kamara, uh, Aaron Jones, who I think is done for the season after today, Jared Cook, who's poo-poo, Kamara. Uh, and then today I flexed in two flexes, Kenneth Dixon and Sterling Shepard. Uh, on the bench, Ridley, Peterson, Vernon Davis, Spencer Ware, and uh, Darius Geis. I drafted him and locked him up for last year with the Jacksonville D or the or the Chargers D. So I got a lot of work to do to manage this team. Which too, uh, Peterson do you have? Adrian. Adrian Peterson? Yes. Ooh, when did you pick him up? I drafted him. <laughs> Sixth round. <laughs> okay. No, listen. I've pulled. I pulled a Jay Gruden. I pulled a Jay Gruden, and I managed this uh, this roster of misfits all the way to the Super Bowl now. And I'm, I gotta, I gotta win, guys. I gotta win because I. There's no telling if I ever make it back here. (laughs) Twelve team is very difficult, but I'm here. Uh, FP, anything from you? 
Nothing for me. Just happy that we have uh, the Caps to watch because they are easily the best team in D.C. by uh, far. Hold on. Don't poo-poo on the Wizards because they got a big win tonight. Big game out of John Wall, too. He went for 40. Come at me when the Wizards can at least win five in a row because the Capitals do that on a regular basis. I think you might see it, and the rotation changed big time today. Morris only played 11 minutes. Uh, I think Sato may. I think Sato started, and I don't think Porter played at all. I think he uh, Porter him, Porter's still out. Yeah, reason didn't is when is he making his debut? I think later this week. I think we're going to see him later this week. But Wall and Beal look like they were. For? Uh, I don't know, man. You get traded, you you get on a plane and you start Just playing. Relax, what is he looking for? Relax, relax. Uh, I still don't like the trade. I think it's just stupid. But no, yeah, I, I mean, know. Wall Wall After was like 40, 14, and six. Yeah, Wall had a huge game. But after listening like to the show, after listening to your guys' last show, I'm kind of with Joe on it. I, I kind of like I like bringing in Ariza. Hate to see Uber go, but I, I like it. I'm, I followed Joe on that one. It's money management. You weren't going to be able to keep him because of the because of how terrible Ernie was last or two seasons ago signing uh, signing Porter to a max deal. You still got dead money on Mahimi. You got Dwight Howard choking up money like. It's, it's a, a one for one, though. I don't. I don't see. I mean, does that lower the the luxury tax bill? Maybe. Well, you can't keep him. You you can't keep him. So. Well, you can't keep Ariza after this year, anyways. No, you can. What's, you what's, can opt to keep Ariza. Right, because he's not going to uh, demand. He's not going to demand. You know, uh, what probably big ten money, and a half yeah. a season, eleven a season, twelve a season. Dude, it's ridiculous how much NBA players get paid. Yeah, for a league that nobody watches, they get paid a ridiculous amount of money. But yeah. let's save that for another show. All right, boys, hail to the Redskins. Big win for the Skins. Pulled a 500, two games to go. We've got a lot of work to do on. Uh, well, we'll see. Let's see how they. Uh, let's see how the week shapes up. Let's see how we come out of injuries. Let's see what the hell happened to Doxon. Why we wasn't on the field at all today. But uh, we're looking good. We're trending in the right direction with a matchup. In six days on Saturday afternoon, uh, I believe we're, we're in Nashville for that game, correct? We're on the road? Yes, in Nashville. Big game, big game. But for tonight, for FP, for LP, my name is Joe. Thank you so much for listening. Hail to the Redskins. Big time win for Washington. And uh, hopefully they can keep it rolling. And uh, Jay Gruden, if you're listening, we love you. And we hope you're still here. <laughs> uh, not just this week and next week, but into next season as well. For For the boys, we are out.